Bad Villain Podcast. This is the Wrestling With My Thoughts Podcast, hosted by Black Mac. Welcome everybody to Wrestling With My Thoughts Podcast. This is your boy Black Mac and today I'm going to introduce you to my newest co-host. Please introduce yourself. Well, my name is Frank D. I've done podcasts for Gerwick.net, G-E-R-W-E-C-K.net. We've interviewed countless people in the professional wrestling business, Booker T, Eric Bischoff, Matt Hardy, um, tons and tons of names So that's my thing But I'm here with my buddy uh, The Black Mac And tonight we're going to be talking about AEW Wrestling Dynamite Made their debut on TNT Yep And listen Monumental night in the wrestling business If you're not a fan of professional wrestling You should seriously Consider being a fan of professional wrestling Starting tonight Tonight did not disappoint me In a lot of ways What about you? I think that it was, um, you know, it has room to grow. Um, this is the first time that WWE has had any type of uh, national, you know, competition Correct. since the uh, demise of the WCW. So it was very interesting. Interesting for the fact that for the first time since March 26, 2001, we got to hear Tony Schiavone back I, on TNT. I, I was going to ask you about right. that because I felt like that was that was a really cool moment. Just actually hearing his voice as the show was coming on, that was a really cool moment. But we but we can't stop there because we also had the legendary JR, Jim Ross, good old JR, from the WWE, WCW, you know, the Mid-South. Right. Right back in the uh, the booth here with Excalibur, these guys. I thought the trio did pretty good tonight. You know, a lot of people like to uh, pick on Excalibur and say Excalibur is not on the level. <laughs> but I think that tonight, you know, he hung in there with JR and Tony Schiavone. Um, I, I, yeah, very I good think team. he did. I think yeah. he, he held his own. He held his own. He sounded, he actually sounded pretty good. Normally, uh, I, I guess going back to the pay-per-views they've done already, I really didn't pay too much attention to Excalibur. I was more so focused on uh, Jim Ross, but the addition of uh, Tony Schiavone tonight actually made that trio uh, pop a little better because there was a lot more banter between the three of them. Absolutely. I, yeah. So I think that was a really good, really good, uh, really good move to put Tony Schiavone in the broadcast booth. And have him calling those matches, and it really provided for a lot of nostalgia, especially if you're if you're a hardcore wrestling fan. It's like the Attitude Era meets the Nitro Era from '96, and you have those. It's it's like a what if, but it's in real life, and I thought that was really cool. Well, it's just very interesting dynamic because, like you just said, there's a Nitro Era meets the Attitude Era, right? And those two, you know, competitive forces that were against each other at one point with the WWE. Versus the WCW, you know, Nitro versus Raw. Correct. And then pushing WWE to really change themselves in the mid-90s and really develop this attitude that would basically let them win the war. But tonight, Black Mac, we got the new war, Wednesday War. It's NXT versus AEW. And I have to admit, my friend, I did not watch NXT. There's nothing that's going to make me gravitate towards watching the NXT brand, especially since NXT will be available, you know, the next day on demand on the WWE Network for just $9.99. Right. 30-day free trial. But, nonetheless, AEW, TNT, I'm there. Right. So, interesting you bring that, that, that up. So, AEW debuting tonight. It, NXT debuted on USA about two weeks ago. Right. So they had a two-week head start. And the product isn't bad. It, it, it really isn't a bad product. But you knew this night was coming. You knew that the competition for WWE was coming. So like you, I did not pay attention to NXT tonight. My focus was solely on AEW because I wanted to see the product what they brought to the table, and I at least owed them that as a wrestling fan. What about you? You know, I'm invested with AEW, but like I said before, there is room for growth here as far as the overall presentation. I think that the um, television production is good. Um, you're not going to beat the WWE when it comes to TV production. That That is a machine. That is the 800-pound right. right. gorilla inside the cage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. you, you can't 
beat that. The thing that's going to really set AEW apart from WWE is the way that they tell stories. Right. That's what we're going to be going moving forward is the storytelling. I think the thing, honestly, that kind of hurts AEW, and I saw that a little bit tonight, is that they are lacking depth in the roster as far as big names. WWE has all the big names. WWE has right. basically, they have gone out and scoured and just pulled every single top talent from the independent scene and they have them under the WWE umbrella and that right there I think hurts AEW. AEW only has a couple of big big name acts and I think that's going to hurt them. Also, I think kind of hurts them going into tonight is that if you're not following AEW programming as far as their pay-per-views and you right, don't really know right. what the hell is going on. Right. That's, in my opinion, that hurts them as well. It kind of reminds me, as we were talking earlier when we were watching the show, it kind of reminds me of years ago when, when TNA um, went dark and didn't have a TV partner. And um, I believe they went dark off of uh, FSN. Correct, and they were looking for a partner. Then they came on Spike TV. But for those those you know few weeks that they were off TV, they actually were on YouTube and, and they were doing things on their website. So, AW had this um, Road to Dynamite show or something like that on TNT, which basically kind of right. introduced you to uh, some of the wrestlers and what you're going to be seeing moving forward. You're talking about the YouTube series? Uh, no, actually, this is actually on TNT. Oh, really? On TNT? Yeah. What the hell? I missed that. Right, probably, but. It was something to basically introduce those out there right. to what you will be seeing on the the TV show. So I think that's what. Nonetheless, they got a lot of room to grow. I, I think they do, but not a bad first step. Not no. really, not a bad first step. And if you're introducing yourselves to a new audience of people, um, there's there's some little tweaks there, uh, but. This was a very good first impression in my eyes. It really was. If you're going to introduce yourselves to a new audience and you want people to watch your, your show, this was not a bad first step. And immediately, and I don't, I'm not going to say immediately, but um, there's a major difference right off the bat to me because let's just talk show flow for a second. Right, if you watch the WWE product, it's a three hour show. There's a lot of content to get to, there's a lot of story building that they do, or more so now than they did before. There's a lot of storytelling in, in a three hour show. We sat through this show two hours, and by an hour and 35 minutes, they were going into the main event, and I was like, holy shit. This went by fast, right? This went by really fast. It it was it didn't feel like I, I guess it's because I was actually invested in the show, and I don't know. But that that was a major difference to me right off the bat coming out of this show. How fast it actually went by. Yeah, the thing about it is that, like you mentioned there, it 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 didn't drag on. That's right. The that was, I cannot tell you the last time I've actually sat down and watched any WWE content. I right. can't watch it. I will watch bits and pieces on the YouTube channel. That's it. I cannot sit through an entire episode of Raw. I cannot sit through an entire episode of SmackDown. They right. can bring out anybody they want to on Friday night on Fox. They can bring out the NWO. And it's going to drag. And, and it's going to drag. It's going to drag. You know, it, it doesn't really matter at this point. You know, AEW, it went by quick. Yeah, it did. You know? it, it went by so fast that I was almost disappointed that right. it went by that fast. Right. Like, you almost, and, and not to throw this out there because I don't want them to have a third hour, but the, the the amount of storytelling with the amount of wrestling made that show go by fast. And I was actually, it's it was actually kind of refreshing to come out of it and be like, holy shit. And this was awesome. Right. Oh, this is awesome. Right. Oh, they're doing this spot. And th- there were a lot of spots in a two-hour show that just made you say, holy shit, this is this is awesome. And then, oh, it's over. Like, wow. That was wow. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the buzz coming out of tonight is, is going to be awesome. I can't wait till tomorrow to see what this actually looks like and feels like. 
Right, and I mean, to me, honestly, the all the stuff that's happening right now, let's not get it twisted here, because a lot of people will listen to this show, and they'll be like, you know, uh, WWE is making all these moves because, you know, it's, it's just the right thing to do. No, right. WWE is making all these moves because they actually have competition. Right. They You haven't seen this level of competition. You haven't seen this competition, exactly. They, they brought back pyrotechnics. Because of Because them. of competition. Yes. Yes. They moved NXT to Wednesday to counter because of competition. Right. That's exactly what this is all about. Right. So, fast forward to that. They have things they need to work on. First thing they need to work on, they need a new set. Yes. You cannot have the same stage. Okay, if we rip on WWE for the same thing, why are we not taking you AEW? Need to hold them accountable. I get exactly. That. I so get why that. Are we, why are we not saying that? That I don't know what this fascination is with that chandelier looking thing in the middle. <laughs> I, I don't I don't understand that, dude. They, I, I they never got it. I never got it when they right. first brought it out, but I don't know. It, it at this point it, that that part of the set really isn't that big of a deal. It's just the fact that it's sort of the same set, and you could tell that it's a cost cutting set. Well, yeah, it's it's basically like, I mean, hate to say it like this, but it, it's kind of like WCW two thousand one ish when right. they were the, cutting this, costs right. like every fucking right. thing. So they need to fix that. Um, I like the ring. The ring is very WCW esque. Yes, I like that. Um, I like the overall presentation of what they're attempting to do. Right, but it's just the stage. It's not the whole. It's not the whole set. It's the stage. It's the stage. Just right. changed up a little bit because right. right now you got this, 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 this TNA, you know, two thousand and five <laughs> in the Impact Zone meets the chandelier. You know what I'm saying? Meets the screens on the side, and I'm like, what the hell are y'all doing? Yeah, what are you? You know what I'm saying? To, yeah, what are you trying to do? Make it basically simple. But you know, part of part of that stage set I like too. Because New Japan does the same, yeah. But this ain't New Japan, right? Exactly. But they have like they have like the the faces, the good guys come out of one side, the hills come out of the other side. I like that. It's very Bill Watts, right? You know what I'm saying, right? Bill Watts, circa 1992, WCW Bill Watts. Okay, something that we all want to forget, right? That's what I'm talking about, right? So I think in in this you know year 2019 I don't think we need separate entrances separate stages you know what I'm saying I, I, I don't, I don't, know. I don't I'm kind of a fan of that I, I think I think it's just like I think they're trying to keep with kayfabe but in two, in 2019 there is no kayfabe yeah it's definitely you know dead. what I'm saying it's so definitely dead that's what I think they're trying to do but you know it's a little minor nitpick yeah yeah it's it's being nitpicky right it's I I actually like it okay. So, I, I don't know, but the the overall, I mean, if you could do that but make it modern, I'd be I'd be perfectly okay with it. Right. I don't like WWE's new set. I'll just let that be known. It, it looks I'm like some Tony Hawk pro skater <laughs> shit. Seriously, I'm not a fan. It looks like a half pack. I mean, the only thing that I say that I like is I like everything behind it. I like the background. I like the screens. I like, I mean, everything they have behind the set. Right. But I'm not digging the half pipe yeah, no, ramp shit. No. I don't like that. I, I'm not a fan of it. I am not entertained by it. Oh, you're not sports entertained? <laughs> no. Right. By any means. Right. So, let's go, let's go back to the show for a second. Right. So, first match. Cody versus Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. What did you think about it? I think it was actually pretty slow, to be honest with you. Really? Um, I remember back in the day when we started with wrestling on TNT, the very first Monday Nitro, um, the Mall of America, Minneapolis, Minnesota. We started with... Uh, Shout out to Bloomington. Jushin Thunder Liger versus Flying Brian Pillman. You know what? They actually brought that match up. Right uh, in in the show, yeah, they, I was listening to the commentary, to yeah, and um, Tony Schiavone started talking about that. I'm like, oh, I know exactly what he's gonna say. So it's all about being a student of the game, you know, you know, you know, yeah, yeah, you know these things. So I think this match here, it, it actually it, it left a lot to be desired. You know, what I'm saying it just, I, I just I wasn't feeling it. It made sense at the end. 
Right. The, the post. Right. The one. What I liked about it was a post match situation where Tony Schiavone gets in the ring and Cody is hugging him and all that. That was a cool moment, you know, because Tony's back, you know. Right. And then right, Sammy right, Guevara right. gives you know that handshake to Cody. Um, I like that part because it all leads up to what we saw in the main event. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it gives some, Sammy Guevara some character. They we'll get told. To they told. They, they foreshadowed. Told exactly. Which is good. Right. So, I mean, it, you know, like I said, that's a lot to be desired. Um, it is what it is. I, you know what? I, I'm going to, I'm going to counter that. I thought it was a great, it was a great opening to it because just being, being a student of the game, the first match is always the most important match. Right. Um, it, it sets the tone. For for the show now, if you want to set a tone for the company, you have the boss come out, and I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. You have the boss come out first; he's the first thing you see, and I thought just from that perspective, it was it was an, it was a great introduction. He comes out, he sets the tone. He's the first thing you see on his show on the new network, new company. Let's do this, and. The match itself, yeah, it, there were some spots in there. It did it did run kind of slow, but overall, I thought it was still a great match. And then afterwards, you nailed that one. Uh, the aftermatch, the way they foreshadowed the evening going was perfect. Right. It was perfect. So, second match. MJF versus Brandon Cutler. Once again, um, MJF. That dude right there. This motherfucker's gonna right. be he's gonna be a star. Oh, absolutely. And and just just I you know, I watched him in MLW and um I was very excited when I found out he signed with AEW just to bring him on a national level and show people what he can do. Right. The motherfucker's only twenty three. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's already got this type of heat and he doesn't he, is he doesn't a heat break. Generator. You know, he reminds me of the Miz. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, because like imagine these he, two going back and right. forth. That on, on, you know that that would be crazy. Tough. He's I like I like his quick wit though. Right, he is very quick witted. Oh yeah, I remember back um, at um, the um, um, what was it, Double or Nothing? Yeah, when oh, Brett yeah. was in the ring, yeah. and Brett said uh, he told Brett, "Oh look, I just, <laughs> yeah. yeah." So the, the the fan incident, right? So I thought that was pretty funny. Brett got a kick out of that. Yeah. So. It's just those things, but the the match itself, once again, man, it's just something that was a lot to you know be desired. I, I you know, it is what it is. It was basically we're seeing squash matches. It's right. pretty much what we got right. here. You know what I'm saying? It's like okay, Brandon Cutler. Now, and, and to to Cutler's credit, yeah, no one knows who the fuck he is. That's what I was gonna say. Who is Brandon Cutler? Right. Where did he come from? No oh, one. Knows. Oh, he 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 wrestled with the Young Bucks. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. What else? Right. No one knows who he was. Jr. actually tried to tried to sell him uh, during the match as well. Right. Like this kid has a great story. His backstory is awesome. He gave uh, he gave up on wrestling. And he's making his second return. He actually tried to. He actually tried to build him up. Now the care factor that remains to be seen. But well, when you got MJF out there, you know the heat magnet that he is. No one's gonna give a shit about Brandon Cutler. Right. Nobody gives a shit about exactly. his story. It's all it's gonna be is just MJF and the heat that he's attracting. So, like I said, man, it's just it was a match once again. But I think it, it was about to be desired. But you know that's just that's just me. That's my. The way I see things. Right. Now, the match ended kind of awkward. Yes. Um, the tweaked, uh, you know. The, the tweaked the, knee. The tweaked yeah, knee. It, that was a kind of an awkward ending. Right, yeah. Makes you wonder if he actually is hurt. Right. Was he selling that or did he actually get hurt? Right. But, yeah, I agree. Overall, there was a lot more to be desired from that match. Now, one person we didn't see tonight that I want to see in a program with MJF is Sean Spears. I think that would be an awesome an awesome feud. Right. No, I, no, I agree with you. Um, I know Sean Spears had the situation going on with Cody, but I'm assuming that feud is over and done with, um, which is something they actually should have brought to television. Right. Um, you know, but we'll see well, what happens. I mean, they well, got... They're, they, they're, they, doing the, they're doing the whole Cody 
Cody Jericho angle. Which I think is, you know, it's a little too too soon for that. You think so? I think it is. I think they're they're kind of blowing their wad a little bit here, you know. You you know what? And I, I don't want to force this on AEW and because I and and this is a this is an expectation thing. We haven't seen what they have planned, really. So I don't want to force that on them, but I would hope that they they build a feud out of Jericho. <clears throat> Excuse me, Jericho and uh and Cody. And on the back end you have MJF who was with Cody in the last pay per view going up against Sean Spears, you can kind of build off of that feud. I don't want to fo- force that out and say that's what they should do, but I mean to me the money would- the money angle is gonna be the eventual MJF versus Cody feud. Right. That's going to be the yeah, money. That, yeah. Cause, and you, you kind of see them kind of building towards that. Mm-hmm. They, they keep dropping little hints here and there like MJF, that's my best friend. And and you can't do that because, see, technically MJF is the biggest heel in the <laughs> right. company and Cody is right. a, a babyface or a tweener. So, question. Do you think they're trying to blur the lines a little bit? Because... He is a heel. Or, when he's associated with Cody, is he an anti-hero? Uh, I, I just say he's a... Uh, no. They're, they're definitely... They're definitely trying to, to break the fourth wall, pretty much. Right. I think that, you know, he when he's out there with Cody, yeah, that's my boy, whatever. But I still don't like any of you motherfuckers. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? That, that's kind of right. the way it goes. You know, I still don't like none of you. So, I, I, that's, I can be my boy. Come out here. He gets hit with a, a steel chair. I'll he's gushing. Yeah. I'm going to go out and defend him. But I still don't like any Yeah, I don't like anybody. So, that's kind of where we got. You know, it kind of reminds me of the whole, you know, uh, the NWO dynamic. Right, right, right. Which, which made the NWO so unique is that they would attack not only the baby faces, but the heels. Right. And they were heels. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, it's kind of the same thing with MJF. MJF is a heel, but he'll go after the heel... Sean Spears in order to protect his buddy. You know what I'm saying? So, who's does, the babyface? Right. Does that work? I, I think it works for the short term if, if you want to tell the story. Right. I mean, we got to see Cody get his ass whooped real good and then have, <laughs> have uh, you know, MJF make the save and then MJF is the motherfucker that set it up. That's there you what go. we got. There you go. That's how you build and make a star. There you go. I, I think that would work. And hopefully... We get to that point, right? If not, if not, I think it's still there's still a lot of ways you can go, and and we're just working off of one show, right? So there's a lot of ways you can go from from this, but hey, uh, Hangman Page versus Pop. Okay, so Hangman Page, I liked his look. Been watching Hangman Page for a while. When he was part of the BC Bullet Club, yep, um, they're really investing a lot in Hangman Page. Um, you know, making him the next big superstar. I think that it's going to take some time for people to get with it. You know, what I'm saying, especially with the current uh, gimmick. Um, some people might like it, some people might not. I liked his attire tonight. Reminded me of uh, '89-'88 Barry Windham. Um, four Horsemen oh, are, yeah, are the Widowmaker right. in the WWF. Yep. That's kind of what it reminded me of. You're definitely, but right. um, you know, overall, I thought it was a good match. Um, Pac looked, you know, excellent out there. Yeah, working. I he think these two have uh, really good chemistry, and just some of the stuff that Heyman Page should do for a bigger guy. Um, I can see him doing big things in the future at AEW. I, I definitely can see him eventually one day being the world champion, but it's going to be a slow. Building process. Right. To you have to get done. the crowd behind. You got to get the crowd behind. Yeah. I think that Heyman Page has the crowd behind him somewhat, but he really needs to do something to establish that and, and put it really over the top. I agree. I agree. And I thought that I thought coming out of All Out that that um that was the last pay per view, right? All Out. Mm. Yeah, I thought coming out of All Out, his stock would have risen high. Like they would have featured him more prominently. Because right. that match he had with Jericho was was amazing. That was an amazing match, and I I think the the for me I would have liked to see him versus Jericho feud just just a little bit longer. 
But, you know, plans are plans. And whatever they have planned is going to be. So Right. But, yeah, I agree. One day he's going to be a star. There's a couple guys in AEW that, that will be the future of that company. Yeah, it's just going to take time. Right. It's, it's all about... Right. Timing and it's just it's just something that's got to be organic. It's got to be uh, the, the audience has to you know move mo- you know go towards you and really accept you. And right now, I think they're they're kind of yeah with Hangman Page. Right. Just, I think they're kind of yeah. Well, and, and that that's with a lot of people in AEW because right. yeah. the general public doesn't know about them. Right. Really, it really there's a lot of people in AEW that only the hardcore fan. If you really follow pro wrestling, you right. will know who some of these people are. Right. The general public has no clue who most of these guys are. Right. So, and that that's the challenge for them to make these guys household names. And I right. think they will. If if tonight is any evidence, a lot of these guys will be household names. Oh yeah, it's just like I said, man. It's just gonna take time. Right. It will. It definitely will. So. Pac versus uh, Pac versus Hangman Page, good match. Uh, Rio versus Nyla Rose. Yeah, that's an interesting one. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, that's an interesting one. And so, so before we go into that, mm-hmm. you did not know that Nyla Rose was transgender. I knew I, this. I knew that they had signed a transgender talent. I did not know it was Nyla Rose. Right, mind you. I saw Nyla Rose the first time. I believe it was at Double or Nothing. Right. When she was in that Battle Royal. Right. So I did not know that that was a transgender. Now, in saying that, I thought it was a pretty good match. Um, it, it could be better. They, they have really got to kind of, you know, fix their women's division a little bit. It's kind of, it's kind of tacky a little bit. Um, they got... They got this monster over here. I get the story they're trying to tell. It's basically a David versus Goliath type of story. You got this monster heel over here, and you got this this just this little adorable tiny, tiny exactly. Yeah. So I get what they're trying to say, what what they're trying to do here. But in the future, let's we need to see more competitive matches. We need to we need to be on a level of what they're doing over at WWE. If you want to have a women's division that's going to be better and superior to them. I remember at one point back in the day, we had the knockouts division in TNA, right. which was a hell of a lot better than hell, yeah. the, the divas that the WWE were producing. The WWE all of a sudden now hell, is very the knockout, serious. The knockouts back then would probably compete with the women today. Oh, yeah. We, you had, you know, the, the, the beautiful people. Right. You had Gail Kim. Gail you Kim is probably the Tara. Best. Woman's wrestler ever. You have Awesome Kong. Yeah, all these different cats. Well, Awesome Kong is in AEW too. Right, and they need to really start, you know, pushing. I mean, I know. I mean, I saw when I saw it, Double or Nothing. I mean, you know, she's not the same as she was. No, and, you know that that back injury. I think really kind of you know fucked her up. But um, nonetheless, they 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 can still change the things around. Let's get this women's division on par with what the competition is doing. They have the women to do it. Oh, they I think they definitely do. have the. Women I think to do they it. do. Um, I think Britt Baker. Yep. I mean, I'm not too you know fond of the doctor gimmick. Um, well, but, she's an actual doctor. Oh, I get that. I yeah. get that. And, but but I mean, okay, she's a, a dentist. I get right. that. Right. But dentists and wrestling don't work. Ask Isaac Yankum. I get that, and I think they tried to sell it as like, oh, she's wrestling and she's doing her dentistry, she's following her dreams while still maintaining a job. They try to sell it like that uh, before then. They haven't really mentioned it so much since, but that was the that was the angle they were trying to take. Like right. she's an ordinary woman but she's she's following her dreams of being a pro wrestler. Right. Type of thing. But they the other women in cause they that six woman tag team match they had, was that double or nothing? Yes. That was fucking amazing. Well, it was amazing because you used the the the, the Japanese Japanese talent. right, the Japanese style. Yeah, but you have Rio, who's a who's a Japanese lady now as a champion. Right. Okay, let's bring the other women out. You mm-hmm. can you can go a lot of ways with them because hell, she could take strong style. She she's acrobatic. You seen her tonight with Nyla Rose. I mean, 
the lady's versatile and she's only 22 fucking years old. That's the thing we were talking about that earlier. Right. Is that, you know, you got MJF who's 23, you got you got uh, <coughs> uh, Rio who is 22. So, they have definitely have the youth advantage on their side. Right. Meanwhile, you have the WWE guys who, a lot of them are in their, you know, mid to late 30s, um, you know, and, and but hey, you know, it is what it is. I mean, people right. talk all this shit back in the day about, like, you know, Hogan and all these guys. And right, 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 right. And all these cats. But they don't <coughs> realize these guys were only in their early 40s right. when they were in the WCW. Right. They, they, they look because, like, oh, well, Hogan was bald and Macho Man had the boss back. Like, you, <laughs> you, you think they were old. Right. They were in their 40s. They're, they're the same age as, like, fucking AJ Styles is now. You know what I'm saying? And Triple H and all these yep. motherfuckers. Like, Running the company. You know what I'm saying? So, what? I don't I don't understand the dynamic. And, I, and I've heard uh, uh, Conrad Thompson uh, talk about that several times on the, you know, Eric Bischoff podcast, Tony Schiavone podcast, where he's mentioned these different things. But uh, one thing I do will say that I like about the, um, the the women of AEW is that they actually have a character. Right. Nyla Rose actually right. has a character. You know what I'm saying? So that's one thing they do have over WWE. And, you know, everybody in WWE is just cookie cutter. Right. And this, right. And this is not be like, oh, but this is a, this, you know, this program is, is basically, this podcast is just all pro AEW. No, it's not all pro AEW because if AEW, you know, does anything, I'm going to shit on it too. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. just no. the, that's just the way it goes. You know what I'm no. saying? We're we're simply this, pointing this out podcast the positives. Is definitely not pro AEW. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> so. Unless they want to put us on the payroll, then it'd be pro AEW. Right. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll listen. I'll kiss your ass all day for the money. <laughs> that's it. Hey, if you give them money, I'll take it. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I will take it. All right. But yeah, so out of that. I mean, and this this is just halfway through the card. So, actually, that wasn't even halfway through the card. So, Rio versus Nyla Rose was the co-main event. Right. And this is what I'm talking about. The main event is um, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega versus Santana and Ortiz and Chris Jericho. Right. This is the main event. And by then, you're... This is when this is at the point when they say we're at the main event. I'm like, holy shit, already? Right. <clears throat> this has gone by. This has gone by way too fast. Because it's just basically, it was all wrestling. There is no backstage right, segments. Right. That's you know taking well, up TV they time. Had, they had one, the Jay and Silent Bob promo. Okay, so let's talk about that for a second. Yeah, go ahead. Cause we felt the same way. Yeah, I didn't like that. I, I, I thought it was I thought it was garbage. It was awkward. it was it was it was whack. It was awkward. It sucked. I mean, the people, some of the people, you know, everybody was like, yeah, 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 exactly. But some some guy I saw in the crowd was like, who? <laughs> yeah, you know? he was right behind him, like, right. Who? I'm too young for this shit, right? And then yeah, it was awkward. It was really awkward. It was like okay, it's like some WWE shit. Like right. WWE would, would would do something like that. We're gonna get these, you know, B list, C list celebs to be at our show in the front row and try to get some, you know, some some sink off of them or whatever. And, and it's just, you know, it nah, it was garbage. I didn't, right. I did that. I did not like that. They need to they need to steer clear of things like this. You know what I'm saying? Unless you got um, a major. A list celebrity coming out there, right? Then you don't need to even resort to this, right? Because you try this, and then you know you got Jay and Silent Bob, and then you gonna turn around Friday on SmackDown, and they got the fucking Rock blowing <clears throat> you out of the water. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're blowing, and they're, and they're in L.A. Right? They're gonna blow you out of the and water. There's no telling else who yeah. is gonna be at Staples Center on Friday. Oh, I know that. If if they've watched tonight, then they're they're pulling out all the stops. Right. You've already seen what they did on Monday before. Before tonight, they already were pulling out all the stops. They had Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair in the ring together on Monday. Which you would think, nah, these two old fuckers. No, the people were down with. It. Yeah, they they were popping big time. Right. When Hogan got up and flared his face, and they thought they were about to go at it. Yeah. What does that tell you? They still care. Exactly. They still care. They exactly. So imagine, just imagine what they're gonna do on Friday. Right. Now now that the now that the the company that is AEW has shown their hand, they've came out, they've had a actually by all accounts, this was a successful night. This was a great night for them. 
you you didn't have any. Honestly, there there weren't a lot of dry spots in tonight's match. Well, actually, let's go back to the main event. Mm. So the main event, you see, you see, um, in the middle of the match, John Moxley come out and attack Kenny Omega in the middle of the match. So they're in the middle of a spot. You see John Moxley rolling the ring. Camera pans right behind him. Right behind was it Nick Jackson? I believe no, it was Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega, yeah, yeah, because he was in the ring, and it hit pan right behind Kenny Omega. There's John Moxley beating the shit out of him, beat the shit out of him all the way to the VIP area. Well, they fought all the way to the VIP area. Right, get to the VIP area, and something that neither of us has seen on TV actually happened. He hits the dirty deeds through a glass table. Right, a glass coffee table. Right, yes. through a glass table. Right. That's, as far as I know, that's never happened. I, I have never seen anybody go through a glass a table. Gla- anything glass. Like, like, I've seen people go through glass windows, sugar glass windows, and all that type of stuff that they do. I've never seen anybody go through a glass coffee, coffee table. Coffee table. It may have happened in ECW or something like that, but has it ever happened on... On like, live? Like, like, I've, I've never seen it, and right. I might be wrong. You know, because I've watched a lot of wrestling. You know, I've watched the WCW, the ECW, WWF, TNA, you know, MLW, all this different type of shit. So, it may have happened. I'm just saying that it was um, something I've never seen before because I popped big time when it happened. Yeah. Both of us were like, oh, shit. Right. (laughs) He actually went through the coffee table. Right. Oh, shit. And then that was the end of it. Right. So they pan they pan back to the ring and then there's still a great match going on. Right. And I think I said this when it actually happened, like they're not gonna ring the bell. There's no there's no DQ. Right. They didn't even set the rule for this. It's like, no, you're just in a handicap match. And I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, Okay, that's different. Right. They're not they're they're not gonna end the match right then and there. You still have to fight. Okay, cool. Now let's see what they got. So, at the end of the match, Bucks went. No, the Bucks lose, right? No, Bucks lost. Yeah, they lost. The Judas effect. Right. Jericho hit the Judas effect. Right. Pin, one, two, three. Out comes Jack Hate. Well, a fight breaks out. Sammy Guevara comes out, legit dick kicks Cody Rhodes. So a lot of, we, we saw a lot of dick kicks. Yeah, it was a lot of dick kicks. Like, really good dick kicks. Yeah. You know? So... Legit dick kick Cody Rhodes, who comes out and fights uh, mm-hmm. Chris Jericho. Um, Dustin Rhodes comes out, tries to clear the ring, unsuccessful because you have the debuting Jack Hager, the former, the former the, Jack Swagger the from former WWE. Jack Swagger. People going crazy. They went pop the, shit. Pop the crowd. People chanting, we, we the, the people. people. And it's like, dude, you just totally missed the ball right there. You should have held, he should have held his hand dude, over Dude, I was chest. waiting on it. You know what I'm saying? He should have held his hand over I'd his have been heart. like, even if, even if, even if it's a copyright, you don't even have to say anything. No. Just put your hand on your heart. Exactly. They they do that that is WWE going to, they have that copyright? <laughs> yeah. If I say the pledge, I'm going to hold my hand over my heart. Yep. So, same thing. Just, you should have done that. Just put your hand over your heart. Exactly. The crowd will handle that exactly. for you. I totally agree. Yep. That, was a, that was a missed opportunity. Right. Because they were they were big time popping for him. Right. But, in reality, he's a heel. Right. So, he's coming in as a heel. But, I liked the, the, the dynamic here of, of this, this little faction, maybe, that they got going on here with Guevara. Santana, Ortiz, Jericho, and Jack Hager. It looks like Jack Hager is going to be the muscle for Chris Jericho moving right, forward. Right. It's going to be his personal enforcer, which I like that. I like that too. I actually like that he debuted. So right. That was a really good debut and a really good ending to a really good first step for them. Right. Overall, tonight was a really good first step to them. Now, coming out of that, the aftermath. What are your thoughts on what you think the aftermath is going to be? Well, you know, it's hard to say right now because we're moving uh, towards full year uh, coming up in Baltimore um, and on and on pay per view, and probably going to be on uh, the Bleacher Report and on the, on the Fight app. Um, that's the next step. You know, we're finally going to get that Omega versus Moxley match. They're, they're, they got yep. this blood feud going on, right. so that's going to be. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Jericho versus Cody. 
Um, I, you know, honestly, I'm not expecting a title change. I think they're going to keep the belt you think on. You're going to keep, they're gonna keep it on. Yeah, I think we're going to see some interference here from from Jack Hager. Um, you know, I think right now the tag division in in AW is fucking lit. You oh, got yeah. you got yeah. Santana. Ortiz, you got Lucha, Lucha Bros, Bros, you got SCU, you got fucking uh, pri- what's it, what's those new private party, private yeah. party. So you got them out there. Um, you got a lot of different cats best out friends, there. best friends, best friends. Is, exactly. uh, Dark Order, yeah, Dark Order. You got a lot of different. Cats. I like Dark Order. Yeah, I like them a lot. Actually, right. a, lot, a lot of different cats right now out there for the tag division. So it's about to heat up, man. It, it really is. I will, I will, I will say this: the AEW tag division is probably the best tag division out right now. Oh yeah, because they they get after it. And if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. You're missing out, and that's kind of where you know, honestly, where we kind of missed a segment here. Um, earlier on in the show, we actually had a segment with the Lucha Brothers and SCU, right? And um, oh yeah, SCU yeah. was talking about how they're going to have, um, you know, um, they're they're going to have Kazarian and Daniels, the more experienced right. of, the, of of the the trio here of SCU, go up against uh, to to defend in, in the, the the tag tournament here with the. You know, and then the Lucha Bros come out, right? And they did that whole little thing, and they have a beat down. Um, and, and the whole thing is funny because Tony Schiavone just sitting there watching all the thing. <laughs> so that that part was cool. Um, so I'm looking forward to it, man. I, I really like the 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 dynamic here of, of everything they're doing here with the tag division. It's right. really cool. They just right. need some more names, and I'm telling you right now, and I've, I've told you this a couple of times. Um, the thing I think they're missing, man, is is they're missing a missing ingredient here, and that is they need to have the Bullet Club. They they need New Japan um, on that show. I agree. I definitely agree because I think I think that dynamic mixed with it with ah, excuse me mixed with what they have now will be awesome. I mean, because I, I mean, here's the thing. You know, a lot of people out there who listen to this, you know, you're a wrestling fan, um, you can either agree or disagree. I just think that when it comes down to it, the elite were only over because of the Bullet Club, how popular the Bullet Club was. That's just my opinion. Hey, I'm all for them going out there and getting their own company and starting their own deal and trying to, you know, take it to the 800-pound gorilla. But... Hey, when you say it's an 800-pound gorilla, the 800-pound gorilla is going to defend the guns you, you, get. you need to get the big guns. Yeah. And right now, what's the biggest guns you can get? Okay, look, you know what? CM Punk, that dude's probably going to end up back in WWE. You yeah. know what? He actually, speaking of CM Punk, he yeah. actually confirmed that he uh, met with WWE for uh, the talk show right. that they are going to be bringing out with uh, Renee Young. He confirmed that he actually met with them. Well, I just think what it, what it comes down to, and I, I might be wrong about this, I, I just think that, you know, Punk is, look, the wrestling business is, is kind of heating up a little bit, okay? Yeah. Punk wants some of that Fox money. Oh, is yeah. what it is, right? Yeah. We don't know Punk's financial situation. Money men's relationships. Absolutely. Obviously, because he, he settled a Look lot at all the motherfuckers that he, that's in WWE right now. Even if, even if he wants to come do the talk show, okay? There's no way he's not he is going to want to wrestle. Yeah, these there's guys. no way. They got AJ Styles in there. Yeah, you got all these different guys. There. You got all major that money matches there's, in there. There's no fucking. I way mean, you you got him and you got Joe in there. You you got um, like I said, Styles. You got fucking Rollins. All these different cats. Yep. That he there, can work there's with. no fucking way he doesn't wrestle. Right. There's no way. Right. None. I mean, a matter of fact, I even heard a rumor that he's daring the Rock to call him during SmackDown. He actually tweeted that, right? And who so, knows? Rock might, might he, Rock might do it. Well, Rock might actually be at SmackDown. No, well, well, Rock, he's actually going to be. He's going to be on SmackDown. Exactly, he's going to be on SmackDown. Yeah. So is is Punk not going to be on SmackDown? I don't think he is, but that Punk is, that shit just seems too fishy, man. He's going to be there. We'll, we'll see. I expect him to. I hope yeah, if, if they him. do, if he if he does, listen. Punk is not stupid. He's not. He, he realizes that he's getting in the age where you're not going to have so many big paydays left in his business. Right. You've already been shitting on AEW. Now, and now AEW doesn't even want to fuck with you. Right. You you buried him. You burned him. So now they have no interest. Oh, can you imagine if he had a debut tonight? Yep. 
you talking about changing the fucking business? That's the whole industry would have went ape shit right. had he debuted tonight. Right. The whole industry would have went fucking haywire if he debuted tonight. But looking off the WWE and going back to the AEW radar here, I mean, like I said, man, you know, AEW, you know, you mentioned earlier about a working relationship. Okay, that's cool. But AEW needs, a, you know, exclusive talent. You know what I'm right. saying? They, they right. need that. If you're going to be a, a true top number two, you need exclusive talent. But it's no different than WCW back in the day when WCW had a working relationship with New Japan. Right. And they had a working relationship with AAA. And that's how they got the Luchadors. You right. know what I'm saying? So I can see that possibly happening. I would definitely well, that, like yeah, to see... They have a working relationship with AAA now. That's how they got Sammy Guevara and uh, the Lucha Brothers. Right. But I, what I'm saying is I would love to see them work out something with, you know, um, New Japan so we can get the Gorillas of Destiny on to, you know, the TNT Network. You can oh get the God. Rainmaker on I don't, the TNT Network. I don't think... Network. Well, I, I will say... I will say... I would say that... TNT isn't ready for for the Gorillas of Destiny. I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I heard but, some shit tonight. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. I, I was gonna say. Let me clarify that because they they were dropping some 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 shits on. Right. <laughs> Even Jim Ross was like, "The crowd's chanting shit." Right. <laughs> Whoa. Like we got we, we, we're doing this. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Whoa! Is this what we're doing with this rating right. tonight? Okay, all right. I mean, I dig it. How can I not like it? You say shit on national television, then hey, you can say shit. Say shit. Hey man, they were saying shit on Sons of Anarchy, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, put the kids to bed. Exactly. Drop a couple curse words. Exactly. CV fourteen. <laughs> Hey, if it works, it works. It works. <laughs> Even Shivani, Shivani was like, "Well, he's getting his ass beat." <laughs> hey, but if you listen to Shivani's podcast, that's Tony that's, being yeah, that's bland. toned down. Yeah, yeah. it's toned down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, overall, overall, great. And my thoughts on the aftermath. I think just I, I want to see what tomorrow brings because I know I know tonight was was a great night. And listen, this week as a whole, this this week as a whole for the wrestling industry as a whole is fucking amazing. You've never seen, you've never seen this much wrestling before. No, this, it's, it's definitely heating up. You have you have WWE obviously USA Network. You have WWE on Fox with SmackDown. You have WWE uh, NXT on Wednesdays versus AEW Dynamite. You right. also have um, you know Impact Wrestling. You know moving on to Access Television. You have New Japan and women's women of wrestling on um, Access on TV Access. as well. You have MLW out there doing their thing. The NWA is doing their thing now. And um, they 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 made a little bit of noise with their with their debut of their show Power. Right. So, again, this is the time you want to be a wrestling fan because there's so much of it. I've I've said this before, but I don't think I've ever seen this much wrestling. No, I have. No, 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 because back in the day, it was just simply, I mean, you had, you know, WWF and you had Jim Crockett Promotions, you had the Mid South, you had the AWA. But at this juncture, with it's so much content out there. Then you have not only think about this, you have not only the the, the wrestling that we see on TV, you have the fucking streaming networks, right? Yeah, Impact Plus. You have WWE Network. You have the Fight TV. Fight TV, app. right? You got all these different, you know, just issues. Right now, it's just so much wrestling content. Right. It's just fucking crazy and right now. The 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 crazy part about it is none of it's the same. No, everything is different. Yeah, everything I mean, is a different. I mean, even product. if you look, even if you look at the WWE's product, you look They're at Raw. Different. It's different from right. from NXT. Yeah, Raw is yeah. not like NXT. NXT right. is not like SmackDown. Right. There's all types of different wrestling going on, and this shit, like for real, when I was growing up, this is the shit that I wish I had. Like. You know, growing up, you only had wrestling on Monday. Maybe once Thunder came out Thursday, and then SmackDown came out, and they—that was it. Mm-hmm. That's all you had. That's all you had to look forward to, really. Then now it was like shit. I want to see what happens. 
Now you got this shit every single day. I used to pray for this shit. Right. Well, I always prayed for our 24-hour wrestling network, yeah. and then here comes the WWE Network. Right. And you used to, used to want to watch wrestling all fucking day. Now right. you can. Right. You literally can. Right. Because there's so much of it. And it's a, it's a great time. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. I agree. And it's a great time to talk wrestling, too, because you, you don't have to focus on one company. No, you can focus on many. Right. Just like tonight, we focus on AEW. And we'll probably focus on AEW the next time. Right. I like to compare. I do. Right. I do like to compare both of them. Right. But I think I think this was a breath of fresh air that, that was needed. WWE needs this shit. They need something to light them in the ass. Right. They, 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 they need, need this something. shit. Yeah. Because if you if you if you notice the product changed dramatically. I knew once they once they gave Heyman and Bischoff leeway, a little bit of leeway, because that's really all they need. The product was going to change, and right. it's it's showing itself. Right, and they needed it. Who better to give give the reins to to both of your shows than those two people? Absolutely. And we'll see moving forward what Bischoff has in store for SmackDown. Right, right. That was a power move. Right. That, that was a fucking power move. Absolutely. Vince is no idiot, man. No. He is no fucking idiot at all. Everybody likes to say he's out of touch, and sometimes it's hard to argue against it. But when he makes moves like that, it's hard to argue that he's out of touch. Right. Who better? If I'm gonna go to war, all right. He's like fucking Shang Tsung. It's like I'm just gonna here's the people I beat to whoop your ass. Here you go. Well, yeah, I mean here's and here's a guy that damn near killed me. Bischoff. <laughs> yeah. Here, right. here, deal with this guy. Right. See if you survive him. All right. But one thing I did want to bring up too, uh, before we go, is the the significance of WWE. Not not just the WWE. Versus AEW gimmick, right? Because mm-hmm. if you look at a Wednesday Night War, okay, cool. But right. I brought this up um, earlier today, and it totally, it totally didn't hit me. So there was a picture this morning of uh, Tommy Dreamer on the Busted Open podcast. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a Dusty shirt, right? And immediately it hit me. Holy shit! NXT versus AEW is fucking Dusty's creation. Right. Right, because, I mean, he was an instrumental part in the development of, of, NXT. of, of NXT and what of what the NXT brand was going to become. Right. Um, you know, because it started off as, as the Deep South wrestling down there with, um, what was it, Jody Hamilton. Right, 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 right. right. So then it, it then evolved to Florida Championship Wrestling. Right. And then when Triple H took this sad concept of a reality TV show and then put it to the forefront of sports entertainment, we have it right now. And Dusty was a big part of that. Dusty right. was down there with the promo classes and, and everything. So, yeah, this is very interesting because now his son is leading the charge. Both his sons. Right. With, with the Khan family are leading the charge against Vince McMahon and the WWE and really the Khan family they have more money than Vince right they got more resources right. you know so the, the it, it just hit, it was a holy shit moment like holy shit right this is really this this motherfucker is impacting the wrestling business from the grave right literally right right now right like he's single really you could say Dusty Dusty is the reason this shit is the way it is right now right he changed the business Literally, yeah. that I, mean, I was I was like, that's fucking crazy. You want to talk about how good a motherfucker is? Look at tonight. You changed the business, literally. But it's just week number one. Let's see what yeah, they. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's see what they got moving forward. I for one, I'm excited. All right. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what they have. And if the the one thing I don't want to happen. Is you get into this pattern of expectation because tonight was was a high, right? Now, can you build on that? It wasn't it wasn't a high for me though? 
It wasn't. I, I went into it basically just as a casual. Okay. Because I just wanted to see what they have to offer. You know, I wanted to see if they actually can live up to the hype. And that's the thing about it is that people are hyping, 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 hyping and shit. And sometimes things don't really stand up to the hype. Right. You know, and I think, like well, I said, AEW has room for growth. It's right. their first show. I'm not going to be too critical on them because it's their first show. Right. Okay. I'll, I'll, we'll see where we're at a month from now. Right, and that's where that's where I was saying I don't want the pattern of expectation to be super high. Right, right, based off tonight because even as a casual fan, if you see it and this is your it's your first time seeing it, you're like, right. holy shit! Right, these motherfuckers are they're doing all this is a fucking spot fest. Right, like Jesus Christ, this is crazy. Right, I've never seen anything like this. I want to come back next week, and you the next week you expect what you got this week. I don't want that expectation to be there. Right. Like, give them room to grow. Right. Because if you if you come in based off the night and you want that, what you got tonight, you may not get it every right. single you're, week. You're not going to get that every week. Yeah. You're it's not like it got it. to the point where it's like, okay, the NWO will come out there and whoop everybody's ass, and you'd be like, oh, shit, they're going to do that next week. Right. And most likely they would. But then it stopped, and you're like, oh, man. Yeah, it gets to a point where it gets stacked. Exactly. You don't want that. Yep. So and that that's that's where I would like to see them just build, gradually build, make yourselves better, because there is room for improvement. Right. But overall, good first step. Definitely. Yep. Well, this is our recap for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. You got any last words you want to say? No, I just want to say it's been fun, man. Uh, been fun, uh, you know, here with you doing this show, and uh, look forward to the next one. Oh, oh. Real quick before we go, last podcast I, I told you I, I told the people I'll bring this up. So, because I kind of knew you were gonna be, you're gonna be my co-host from now on. Okay. So, I told the people last week that Sasha Banks is one of the greatest women's wrestlers ever. You mean Sasha Botch? <laughs> yes. Right. I told them you'd say that too. I said you called her Botcha Banks. That's pretty much what it is. You know, every time she comes out, it's Botch time. But you know, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of getting a little bit of Sasha Banks a little bit. Really? I'm kind of getting into it. Oh wow! Took wow, some time. You've changed. Yeah, I have. It it, it took some time because <laughs> you know I'm dig, I'm digging her and I'm kind of digging Bailey a little bit. So, but you know, we'll 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 talk about WWE yeah. We'll, on the next we'll, one. we'll talk about we'll talk about those those characters later. But yeah. I, I really wanted tonight to be focused on AEW because they are a new company and. This was a this this was a monumental night in the, rest, in the wrestling industry. Absolutely. So, and I wanted to give them that light, and we'll come back next week with something awesome right. for everybody else. Definitely. All right, man. Well, this is our time, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to Wrestling with My Thoughts. This is your boy Black Mac, and this is Frank D. All right. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Good night.